Today is Friday, March 31st. The title for our devotional is The Life Saved. This week, we've been looking at Jesus' words in Luke 9 and discovering how he didn't leave the a la carte approach to Christianity open to us. Yesterday, we saw that the beginning of Christian formation and discipleship is in surrendering all of ourselves to Jesus. Today, we're going to focus on the positive aspect of Jesus' statement, the saved life and the true self. Let's read Jesus' words again. Luke 9, 23-27 Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory, and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. Jesus says that those who lose their life for him will, quote, save it. This word salvation can refer to both saving from natural dangers and afflictions and saving one from transcendent danger or destruction. BDAG, which is the most widely used Greek-English lexicon, places this usage here in Luke 24 in both senses. In surrendering all of our lives to Jesus, then, we find that our sinful nature, that which disintegrates our soul and inner life, is restored to wholeness in Christ. Ultimately, this results in our eternal salvation, resurrection life with Jesus in the new creation. Jesus brought the kingdom of God in its fullest form in his first advent. He will bring it to completion in his second advent. The kingdom of God was his primary message in his ministry. Peter, James, and John would soon witness the kingdom of God in the transfiguration, which is what verse 27 likely points to. That, or the disciples apart from Judas, would see the kingdom of God after Jesus rises from the dead. The kingdom of God is the way, then, that God has written into the fabric of the universe. Since Jesus is the king of this kingdom, following him is the way to live in accord with the way of creation in God's kingdom. This doesn't mean everything will go well for you, but it means your inner life will be restored to wholeness in Christ and your eternal security in him, even when things external to your inner life are not going well for you. In following Jesus, then, we follow his path, death to self, followed by resurrection life. We humbly surrender ourselves to the way of Jesus as we saw yesterday. But this way leads to salvation and finding our true life, which is the implied counter to forfeiting oneself in verse 25. This death to self idea is so counterintuitive and paradoxical that I wouldn't believe it apart from the testimony of Jesus, the experience of Christians throughout the centuries, and my own life experience. Jesus is the embodiment of all that is good in humanity. He is so good, so kind, so loving, and merciful. He died to save us while we were still sinners. He rose from the dead in power, vindicating his identity, defeating death, and proving his word to be true. All that to say, if we can trust anyone, we can trust Jesus. Even if what he says sounds a little wild and counterintuitive. Secondly, the testimony of Christians throughout the centuries reveals this to be the best way to live. The Apostle Paul is a great example of this. He gave up everything and fully surrendered to Jesus. Yet, despite persecutions, suffering, and imprisonments, he still had joy, purpose, and hope. This doesn't come naturally. It is the result of a life saved by Jesus and fully surrendered to his will. We could go down the list of countless others in church history who have experienced the fullness of life and surrendered to Jesus despite otherwise terrible circumstances. Finally, my own experiences of surrender to Jesus and finding myself and salvation in my inner life reveals this to be true. I've experienced Christ's work in transforming me from an anxious, angry, disoriented person in my inner life towards the peace, joy, and love of Christ. 
This is evidence that I can simply never deny. For reflection time today, how have you seen this teaching of Jesus to be true in the lives of others? How have you seen people gain the whole world but lose themselves? Conversely, how have you seen others find themselves in Christ, even if it appears that they have not gained much in this world? Secondly, reflect on how you have found this teaching of Jesus to be true in your own life and experiences.